Hi, and welcome to Tim and Joel, Call It In The Ring. And Joel, my beard hasn't quite, hasn't quite, uh, regained its its former glory since that brutal beatdown last week. Uh, I have, however, exercised the fiend from my soul, transferred it into Randy Orton's body. Uh, hopefully they get along. Not my problem. Definitely not your problem. But what could be your problem is us. That's right. If you don't like this video, if you don't click that subscribe button, if you don't tap that bell for notifications, you might have problems with us. Yeah. No, People but you're fine. You. No, it's fine. I, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, okay. Uh, TimandJoelPod.com. That's where we're at every single week right now. Hey, hi. How you doing? Oh, hey. Hey. We're uh, over at uh, PW Unlimited this weekend as well because we're going to talk about AEW Revolution. I am excited for the show. A big, big night of AEW. Tim, my God, there's a new big signee coming to AEW. And uh, let's talk about it because I'll tell you who it's not going to be. It's not going to be Pat McAfee. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Was that on there? I didn't know that that was an option. So no, not exactly. But what okay. happened was Cody had a conference call. And when mm -hmm. Cody does a media call, Cody tends to talk. And when Cody talks, sometimes Cody goes a little overboard. Cody decided to say something along the lines of Pat McAfee had been calling AEW every day looking for a job. To which McAfee was like, no, no, I'm not. So who are you going to trust here, Tim? Are you going to trust the EVP of the new startup wrestling organization who's making waves? Or are you going to trust the multi-millionaire field goal kicking Super Bowl winning guy who showed up in NXT and continues to work with the largest brand for wrestling in the world? I mean, I don't like having to trust either of them, but I believe Pat McAfee. <laughs> Uh, I think that's a pretty safe bet. But meanwhile, yeah. we have a lot of front runners for speculation as to whom this big new signee could be because Big Show came out on the ramp, talked to Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone was like, you know, well, welcome to the team, Paul White. And Paul White was like, you're not the only one getting big scoops around here. I can't, I can't do his, uh, I can't do his voice very well. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, he was, he's, dude. Tony seemed distracted during that entire segment to me. I don't know what it was. It looked like he was I looking think... at. <laughs> I think the J.J. Dillon exchange really threw him off. Okay. <laughs> after that, that was not scripted. When J.J. Yeah. came over and was like, tell him how this was the most like impressive thing you'll ever see tonight. And Tony's <laughs> response was amazing. He was just something like, uh, you're, you're not getting paid any extra for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there, just wonderful. Um, but meanwhile, so so Big Show, or sorry, he's no, no longer Big Paul Show. Paul White. Get, no more BS. No, no more, more BS. BS. You're right. I'm sorry. Another t-shirt I will never, ever wear in public. It was not a great shirt. <laughs> anyway, so he comes out. He says, oh, you're not the only one getting scoops around here. I was like, okay, fine. Sure. Okay. And then he says, Seasoned journalist gonna... Paul White is on the case. <laughs> That's right. Seasoned, top of the line journalist, elevated, dark wrestling <laughs> fanatic Paul White is going to tell us on Sunday who the new signee is for AEW. And they called it a Hall of Fame worthy signee and yes paul did call it evolution instead of revolution which made me laugh what everyone gets one so everyone starts their basis speculation who could it be hall of fame worthy oh my god who who is it who could it be who has it been who's in the who's in the hall of fame who's not in the hall of fame exactly is it the wwe hall of fame is it the tna hall of fame is it the japanese wrestling hall of fame which doesn't exist is it the rock and roll hall of fame because maybe it could be because tony khan was on the aew unrestricted podcast and he never said it was a wrestler. He tiptoed around a lot. Said there's going to be a huge, huge star. They're going to sign a multi-year deal at the pay-per-view. Tim. Tim. We have front runners on our speculatory list. Okay. Are Do any of them Bruce Springsteen? Because he's pretty busy right now. I don't know. You were saying rock stars. Maybe it's Bruce Springsteen. If Bruce came into AEW and started doing themes for them, huge get. Amazing. Hey, Mikey's great, but didn't do a great job with, with uh, Big Show. I don't give him that uh, much. Turns out that's actually the dark theme. That just shows how many of us are watching dark on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Here's, I don't like dark. I don't like dark. Big, Tried. don't care. Too long. Anyway. Okay, Ugh. next thing. So let's start. So front runners for speculation. They're also, they were on the thumbnail for today's show. Uh, first one was Mark Henry. 
Mark Henry is a good yeah. uh, a good friend of Paul's, Paul White's. Paul seems to be the one bringing this person in by the looks of it, by the sounds of it. I I always it feel it felt to me like Mark Henry is happy with WWE. I thought he was still working with them, so that'd be a surprise. I understand. Yeah, it seems like well he's doing busted open radio, so he's definitely busy. He's definitely yeah. keeping up with WWE. I think he is an ambassador as well. The next person who was an ambassador, was a producer, is Kurt Angle. He is a huge name that people have been talking about because of his new podcast with Conrad Thompson, who also showed up on Dynamite this week. Yeah, the shrug of the shoulders tells the story. Here's the thing about Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle has been indebted to the McMahons and said it himself because they brought him back after they got rid of him and he went to TNA and had a whole saga there. Yeah. There's just, there's no reason to bring in Kurt Angle. I'm sorry, Kurt Angle's not the guy for me. And also, would you really get that jazzed for Kurt Angle? Not right now. In fact, every time I see him in a video, I get a little bit sad because he's usually trying to sell some bullshit supplement. Him and RVD both just love pushing bullshit supplements. RVD is just CBD shit, but like. Speaking of know. RVD, RVD made the front runner of the list. And my feeling is RVD is not coming in because A, he's working on a WWE doc, and B, he's not coming in without Katie Price. I was about to say, and Katie Price is not really not the Katie, right Is it Katie Price? I don't. I don't. Katie His Forbes. His girlfriend. Forbes. 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 Katie Price is someone else. Y- Katie uh, Price is, is honestly a very similar person, but like I think British. <laughs> <laughs> like very similar. It's, oh dear. Anyway, not, not the right vibe for AEW. Uh, yes, I agree. The, uh, the next one was Christian. Now, this brought a lot of attention. A lot of people were talking about Christian last night because when asked, Dave Meltzer said, I don't think he's under WWE contract. Turns out he is under WWE contract. Raj <laughs> Geary from Wrestling Inc. did reach out to WWE and did confirm that, yes, in fact, Christian has a contract. Yeah. So there was that. Was very recent. Uh, yeah, I think, I think he's still kind of WWE. Through and through. Now, now let's get to the other two. The first one is Brock Lesnar. No. For the... T- okay, no, no, no. Never mind. I'm getting, let me I'm hear getting you. No, let me hear Go you. Go ahead. Okay, so I keep confusing because there's an empty spot for that ladder match, right? So I, for some reason, I've conflated the two because they keep introducing wrestlers in weird multi-party ladder matches. So like, I keep thinking that Paul White's announcement is going to be the sixth person in the ladder match, which is not necessarily the case, and it may like really might not be at all, right? Because he kind of said it was separate. It's being treated as separate. Correct. So, so I was like, Brock Lesnar's not coming in here to wrestle for the TNT Championship. If Brock Lesnar's <laughs> coming in, it's going to be he will be in the title picture immediately, and I don't think there's room for that. Would AEW make that mistake? Maybe. Right, so let's clarify. There is a special a special new signee in the ladder match, the face of the Revolution ladder match. Tony Khan has said that there is, and that person is separate okay, it from is whoever separate. is coming in under this Paul White big scoop. So Brock, Brock doesn't make sense. Brock doesn't build brands. Brock is the heavy front runner of a brand. He is the, the head of a brand. He doesn't create them. Yeah, I would also be very surprised if they could lock him into a multi-year deal. Not yeah. really in the cards at all. Especially being a pay-per-view uh, four-time-a-year company like AEW has been. Yeah. I don't see it either. Yeah. It would be a massive get, and it would definitely turn a lot of people's heads around, but uh, I don't see it. The final one, the most intriguing one, the one that has people talking uh, as they would as normal, is CM Punk. I'm sure he's okay. denied it. <laughs> of course he has. He was asked yeah. today in the Twitter Q&A. <laughs> he does this all the time. Like it's always there's always a rumor about him and he's always just like no and he's never not lied about it. Like for the record everyone on this list has gone through and denied it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And of I'll course. add Batista to that list because earlier I was asked about that and yes, Batista also was asked and Batista also denied it. But Did he put out a, a big he put out a big rant about people retiring and he's like I'm retired. I am not going to wrestle another match ever. Like That's exactly it. Uh and and that's the whole thing. I don't expect a wrestler to come in. Yeah, I, I'm getting that vibe too. Now, another option, as I just kind of blew my lo- my load talking about a wrestler not coming in, uh, is is a woman, someone who 
Victoria. Know, AW. Victoria. Yeah, could, Victoria. Could totally see that happening. Could be that. This, could, this be most could, could be Trish Could Stratus. be Carlito. Yeah. Where's Carlito at? What's that like? The, you know, they had their little moment in the sun again. Carlito looks great. Over in the chat, we've got David Arquette. Yes, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Do it. Do it up. Put him in the ladder match. Have him and, and uh, yeah, have, have him on mask and he is Serpentico. <laughs> we've done it. Yeah. It all comes full circle. Or uh, I also see Joey Styles. The unfortunate reality is Joey probably wouldn't be big enough for anybody to be like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah, it was Joey Styles. He was the ECW commentator. He then <clears throat> commentated for Raw for a while. Isn't he's he really was... old? No, he's not that old. But his his oh, okay. thing was the, oh my God, that was him. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scotty Too Hotty. Bring back Scotty Too Hotty. Scotty is actually a PC uh, coach. Damn it. <laughs> I he's knew a coach that. The I knew that too. I knew that. The point of the matter is a lot of people want to speculate and speculation is amazing. And that's what we do in wrestling. And I love it, but we have to be careful. I had a conversation with a friend of mine about how wrestling fans sometimes set their expectations way too high and kind of forget where they're supposed to be sitting. And that is beyond the barricade. It's great to take a victory lap when you're right, but I don't really think we need to go so far as to get so amped up about a choice that it's the only one and nothing else could be that the juice Juventud to guerrera that's a great one i love that uh <laughs> just looking soldier boy also <laughs> shout out yes. would be a right response to bad bunny i guess a, could a you much imagine? less famous i it would be it would be only beneficial for soldier boy who whose profile is not anywhere near where bad bunny is in the present day <laughs> they get soldier boy and they get bow wow Oh man, damn! That'd be tag great. team of the year. It, it would not be good. I would hate it, but it would be <laughs> beneficial for those two rappers. Well, at the end of the day, we're here to baselessly speculate, speculate, just like all of you. And if one of us is right, then guess what? We'll take a victory lap because you know who my official guest was as of this morning. Okay, who is it? Sid Vicious, Psycho Sid. How old is he? Old enough, baby. Uh, we don't need any more of those <laughs> in AEW. We just don't. Just saying, Sid's not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> hey, don't don't slander the good name of Sid Vicious. He was a capable wrestler. Well, a capable wrestler turned out to be Shaq. Yeah, big surprise. Big, big Did surprise. Did not expect that. <laughs> yeah, nor I. It uh, was fine. Did you? He was on par with Jericho. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Uh, listen, we we talked about it ad nauseum that uh, it's going to be all about Jaden Red Velvet, and then it ended up being Cody and Shaq having great great moments themselves. Yeah, to the point where you know they did the table spot, they did the Shaq has kazammed himself out of the ambulance. No one knows where he is. I'm scared. Yeah, that was something I didn't. I was like, okay. <laughs> one of my favorite parts of that match, uh, other than a member of the Gun Club trying to hit Shaq with a chair, because that's. Oh, they, they're, they're bit, they love it. They just love being part of the Nightmare family, not My getting airtime. My actual favorite part was uh, while standing on the apron, the referee, Rice Rensberg, had to go over to Shaq and tell him to move back to the corner because he was blocking the hard camera. Yeah, 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 it was great. <laughs> and Shaq, Shaq, like, no-sold it. He went back to the corner and then just started drifting towards the center again. Wonderful. He's, he's better view, better view. Uh, any thoughts on Jade Cargill and Red Velvet's performances last night? Yeah, Jade did did well. Like she she can wrestle. She's going to be an interesting wrestler in AEW. I hope they give her, you know, I hope they give her a story enough to to kind of make her continue to grow as a wrestler and a character. Um, Red Velvet, I feel like again she won eleven dark matches, and they're just like, oh, she's no stranger to loss losing or to to winning. And I was like. I mean, she is, is, from my perspective, like, are they, the way that they're writing the show really feels like they're catering it to, like, ultra stands, which I don't think is a good idea. Like, I don't watch every single thing connected to AEW or being the elite, like, all the time. And it feels like somehow, sometimes when they run that show, that's how they treat it. Whereas, like, so I can watch, like, NXT and it's, yeah, I don't need to have watched Raw and SmackDown and 205 right. Live and stuff, right? Right. No, I get it. The shows kind of exist in a vacuum and they'll wrap it up pretty pretty neatly if you've missed it. Yeah. 
And they put um, out Red Velvet's shirt, like they're trying, and it's just like I don't think you've done the work to get to earn this. Like, she's so I'll, not. Uh, yeah, I, listen, I'll, I'll give them two things about uh, about Red Velvet. One was that, uh, and again, this kind of goes proves your point. During that Cody media call, uh, someone flat out asked if Red Velvet was going to be signed, what kind of deal she's on, blah, blah, blah. And Cody said, you know, um, I'm not totally sure. We obviously like her and want her around. Uh, she's on a tiered deal, but I also have papers in front of me and I don't know what they are yet because I haven't opened them. And everyone started again, baselessly speculating that maybe they were Red Velvet's full-time AEW contract. Because when they send out the so-and-so is all elite, that social tweet, that is usually like a major deal. That is a major signing. They haven't done that with Red Velvet yet. I thought she was already signed. Like, <laughs> There you go. Um, and then, and also one thing that they did right on commentary last night was discuss the fact that Red Velvet had won 11 of her last 12 matches. And I yeah. sat there and I was like, and none of them have been on TV, on your major TV show. Maybe one yeah. of them has. Yeah. That, uh, I give them points for trying because again, not everyone's watching Dark, but it's still a show that exists in their ecosystem and it's on YouTube. It's, it's accessible. It's long, God knows, but uh, at least they tried to make it so that Red Velvet didn't look like a complete no name. Yeah. I just feel like they're, because they're leaning on the stats for a lot of stuff, they're using it for that. Like they're they're leaning on dark to bolster people up to satisfy story requirements on dynamite and it's it's weirding me out as a week to week watcher but not like you know like I'm a, I'm like a a regular fan but not like a diehard guy so I'm like what you would think would be their regular market yeah but a uh, friend in the chat saying that TK's Tony Khan's going to be on the busted open radio show tomorrow with Mark Henry and you know maybe that's a coincidence maybe it's more TK is also doing the rounds talking about revolution so it would make yeah, sense yeah, that yeah. busted open is getting ready going into the weekend with his predictions uh, and then of course if Mark Henry does join AEW can he still come out to his 3-6 mafia theme <laughs> I want a new theme song from 3-6 for Mark Henry yeah we'll, I, I don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Let's go. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know why we're not watching Dark is because we're watching Impact every single Tuesday night, 8 p.m. over on twitch.tv slash Gaming, where I'm hosting along with Steven Jensen, Jeremy Lambert every other week, special guests every other week that Jeremy's not there. You know, that's how we do it. All right. Do we want to talk about MJF and Jericho? Yeah, it was better than I thought. It was better really? than I thought it was going to be. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it until the Bucks came out and I didn't like their promo. <laughs> It was so, like, overdone, and I was just like, oh, guys, I get that you've straddled the line between face and heel for the last, like, several, like long while. Um, again, with the Good Brothers even coming out to, at the end, I was just like, what is, who are you? What, what, are you, what are you portraying? Like, I don't care that your dad got beat up. I just don't. I'm sorry. Like, that doesn't make me like you, but I also, you know, I don't want to root for Jericho and MJF. But, like, yep. that corny, like, work hard, blah, 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 blah. That, uh, bleh, bleh. So, Eric Bischoff appeared. Yep, as, 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 as expected. I, I as enjoyed I it. That was cute. <laughs> he was, like, from this podcast. <laughs> uh, Conrad came out and, you know, yep. Conrad Thompson here, Grillin' JR. I'm just like, oh, okay. None of the other shows, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he he can literally say all of them except for one, and everyone would. Uh, I, I would have loved that. I would have loved to have been like, you know, Conrad Thompson. Uh, what happened when Grill and Jr. Uh, the Iron Show, AfriShows.com, this show, that show, and, that. and everyone's gonna be like, what about the the other show? Something did. No, 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 no. Not that one. Kayfabe, kayfabe. <laughs> anyway, we're getting too deep. I didn't mind the Young Bucks promo. They you just didn't mind lose this match. That's no, the they thing. absolutely they can't. Lose it. Yeah, no, no way. Uh, what do you think of that table spot with uh, Pride and Powerful getting taken out by the Bucks? Does it become more integral to this inner circle feud that's kind of developing? Or do you think that it's just kind of a storyline beat going into Sunday? I think it's just a beat. I, don't, I just, I don't know. I have this weird feeling that they're not going to give Pride and Powerful the reins. Like, I, I expect them to, I expect them to lose, but there's every chance in the world that they don't. And then we see MJF and Jericho versus Proud and Powerful, which is okay, I guess, as long as Proud and Powerful gets out of the inner circle. <laughs> oh, it's a good point. And meanwhile, Tully Blanchard pinned a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, he did. My God, thirty years, 
They Off took, of national he, television. He, he, did a little, he did a little wrestle. He wrestled Marco, as predicted. <laughs> it was good. Uh, yeah, it, exactly. It was a good match. Had a lot of hijinks. Yep. And uh, I enjoyed it. You know what? Someone made a joke earlier about, like, Tully not putting over the younger talent. And then someone was like, oh, Luchasaurus <laughs> is 65 million years old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Arn Anderson comes out afterwards, waves the floor. What do you think? Do we have a fourth horse? Oh, sorry. Let's actually go back a little bit because we saw the hooded character in the mask come out yeah. and, uh, and and interrupt the match and then lead to Tully getting that victory. Turns out to be Sean Spears. Yeah. Sure. Blonde Hawk. Why not? Okay. It makes perfect sense. As the commentary pointed out, it's like, oh, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other guy Tully's had around sometimes. Yeah. Some, someone had been like, what if it's Tessa? And I'm just like, but what if it's not? It's not. Uh, so Arn comes out and he flashes the four. And now I'm thinking, man, is it going to be, is Cody, is Cody the fourth horseman? Uh, you don't like it? Tell no. me. No, Tell I don't. Me. I don't like it. I don't like, I, I just don't like Cody. Also, why do people keep speculating Tessa? If I were any of these companies, I would never hire her. Like, I don't understand why people keep th- keep suggesting she did a very shitty thing. Like, <laughs> uh, yes, she did a very shitty thing, and she's continuously not she, but Tony Schiavone is continuously asked on the AEW post shows about whether or not they'll they'll sign Tessa, and he just deadpan says no each and every time. I yeah, can't. why would any company? Like, you can't rely... Anyway, whatever. I guess there are worse people in wrestling that continue to get work for some reason, so... Yeah, a friend of mine released a, a little bit of a, a personal, um, not memoir, a, a feature column today and uh, said essentially that, you know, no wrestling organization is completely absolved of wrongdoing. Oh, God, and no. They, you know, no. it's just, it's business. And it's there's no right way to do it. And unfortunately, in wrestling, a lot of the times, it just... They're shitty people and shitty people get found out every single day. It's that's the reality of things. You have to find a way to not get too close and not get too in into the muck of what yeah, wrestling yeah, really yeah. is. No, okay. well, you know, Carney passed, etc. <laughs> yeah, well, we talked about that a, a lot. Um, mm-hmm. The women's tournament final. Let's go over to that. Great match. It's exactly what we discussed on the weekly draw series that we do over at PW Unlimited every Sunday. My God, Rio Mizunami going to be Hikaru Shida, one-on-one, Revolution. But let's talk about the match with Nyla Rose. What did you think? Is there something that you love from the match? Are you looking forward to the match on Sunday? Tell me. Yeah, I think Nyla did really, really well in this. Like, she was, she yeah, she entertained me. She showed a bit more, like, fluidity, I found, than I'm accustomed to with most of her matches. Um, she had a good play with Rio. The start of it was kind of corny for me. Like, Rio specifically. Like, her shtick. Again, it's a style I'm not a huge fan of, like a lot of the New Japan stuff. Or this, they aren't New Japan wrestlers, are they? They're like Stardom, or they're TJPW. TJPW. They're Tokyo Joshi Pro. Okay, not a huge fan of it sometimes, but like the overall, the match after the first initial bit where Rio spent a solid two minutes not <laughs> looking at her opponent, like after that was very very good. I love the leg drop from the top rope to the apron. My God, brutal. And the woozy fall over after. I liked it. I liked all of that. Like, Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, the, the opening was a little weird with the chops and the no selling and just kind of the way that those, they, it had to develop. It had to build and I kind of got it. It was two yeah, yeah. larger, larger women who were like going to maul each other and beat the crap out of each other. And that was the match that I expected. And we got that. It just had to get there. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it was just the like the weird standing dancing when Nyla was in the corner that lasted just a touch too long for my taste. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, a little note on Shia, Shida and Mizunami. So the match is going to be on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. This isn't the first time they've gone one-on-one. I went and I looked up. They've had four singles matches, and I posted this on Twitter earlier today. They had three time limit draws, and Shida won their very first match together uh, in 2015. Damn. All the matches have been like 15, 20 minute matches. It's pretty nuts. That's a re- that's really interesting. I did like, like it felt for, for a match that is not like it's built purely on the tournament. I felt that that interaction after the match really like hyped me up for this Sunday. Like seeing 
Sheeta in like the suit with the title and then them going like slap well like elbow for elbow was really cool yeah um so i'm gonna I'll, I'll give you one spoiler for those of you who are going to be watching us on pw unlimited on sunday when we do our aw revolution predictions i think this match will be the first match of the aw women's division especially in a title shot to go to a time limit draw yeah you when you when you told me that those three other matches did i was like they're gonna do it here <laughs> like that, yeah, I think that's exactly perfect. yeah same so let's do that. Uh, and also, let's uh, maybe get uh, get you to press like on this video. Maybe subscribe to us, timandjoelpod.com or youtube.com slash timandjoelpod. All right? Okay. Love it. And maybe, nope. maybe it'll get us a check for $4,200 given to us in a green envelope. Yeah, with our names scrawled on it in, in Sharpie. <laughs> and I don't think that was a check. It looked like that was cash and maybe some change. It was a pretty bulky <laughs> envelope. It was definitely one of those things. It was definitely cash. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, a good way to get Max Caster into the face of the Revolution ladder match. Unexpected. He wanted yeah. to, you know what? Matt Hardy wanted to ruin the Dark Order, and that's a great way to do it. I totally. didn't see it coming, but I wasn't shocked when I saw it. No, made sense. It was good. Like it. I like the. I like this Matt Hardy gimmick. Finally. <laughs> like I did I not do. like this main event. The main. Oh no, me neither. Yeah, that's I, well no okay i loved hangman in it he's like very good <laughs> yeah he is. and i feel like he yeah like he he shone while the others mm, less so and i get that they do this this is an AEW staple now whenever there's a go home show they put on a very very random main event and it's got to end in the big brawl w style yeah. we're out of time like that is the that is I, the get, way. I don't understand why all those people would be fighting. Give me the Dark Order and Matt Hardy's people, and that's the only people I should be seeing there at all. And even then, like, I don't need a bench-clearing brawl. It feels weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, you know what's funny? I looked at how much time was left, like how much TV time they had, and I was like, they're going to they're gonna end in a brawl. Because <laughs> it was like, I think the match ended with like two minutes. And I was like, they got to do something. They're going to do something. It's just going to be a big dumb brawl. Oh, here, here they all come. Yeah, big dumb brawl. Uh, Bear uh, Country came out last. Was uh, a little shocked to see that. Uh, maybe, a lot of people were moving plans. a little slow. <laughs> it was kind of a lazy <laughs> Wednesday night. Did you? So the I say that because like the Darby Sting segment uh when darby comes out and starts whooping ass like team taz gets out of the ring and they just kind of like it's a very casual walk away <laughs> there wasn't an actual sense they like kind of like you know gingerly walked up the ramp and then put it back on to pose for the cameras but like i could see them they're like oh, okay that spot's done let's move to the next <laughs> the next block <laughs> all right let's move on ourselves shall we yeah let's move on a new WWE champion. Hell yeah. Monday. Like I said, it took you a lot it? longer than I expected, but it got there. <laughs> Holy hell, they dragged that out. Hey, man, it took them three hours, but you got it. You got what yeah. you wanted, and the ratings reflected that, and I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the build. It's the right call. It was a fun show. It was a very entertaining uh, storyline thread no they can't get away with doing that all the time no but no. once in a while if i'm gonna see that happen on raw i'm gonna be totally okay with that all yeah. about lashley winning the wwe championship all about watching him really just have his way with miz after an entire night getting more and more frustrated perfect i really enjoy it the only question i have now is lashley a good guy i don't think so i think he's still gonna be the heel he's gonna come up against uh like a face opponent it might be drew it might be somebody else um but i think they're gonna keep hurt business on the whole as heels which makes sense to me like the miz is the perfect guy to do this with right like he won i don't think he cares i don't think like again he got something out of this he's now a two-time grand slam champion so like he's a he's a veteran Lashley's a veteran too he's just you know like he's been at it forever but he hasn't gotten the push Miz has had his time in the sun and he's got a thousand other great things going on he's fine being the comedic relief like he's a bad guy but like a joke of a bad guy you know like he's not someone that he's the perfect guy to do this so the heel can fight him and he's more like a a, a fly like an annoying flea 
like flitting around. God, so many he, Fs. He is, as they say in the pro wrestling business, a chicken shit heel. Yeah, exactly. So and like, it was good. And the heels fight those guys all the time. Like that makes perfect sense to me. It, it was the good way. It was the right way to transition from Drew to, to Drew to Lashley. Uh, the uh, the three amigos line from Drew uh, to Drew from Miz and Morrison. Loved it. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and now we, we're going to find out where Drew does fit into this, where Sheamus fits into this, if at all. Um, you know, going back to the Lashley match with Miz, I was expecting a non-finish. I talked about it with you uh, here, everywhere, whatever. Um, but I'm glad I'm glad they you, went through with it. You it were like right, too. There was, there was a, a count out. <laughs> they had two matches. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I expected it to be drawn out. I'm not against them getting it over and done with right away. I get it. Yeah, same. I mean, um, it just makes sense. Yeah. Like, So when I asked if Lash is a face now, it really came down to just because there was just the cheering from the people in the crowd. There was a lot of celebration. It was a strange way to do it. But thinking about it from the chicken shit versus, you know, Lashley, it makes sense. People don't like The Miz. Nobody likes The Miz. Therefore, anybody taking it off The Miz makes anybody cheer yeah i feel like triple h had a couple of runs like when people beat dolph ziggler like i'm pretty sure he's had like a few kind of tweener moments where he's like the the chicken shit and then there's like a stronger guy who's going over you want to see the real competitor win yeah uh and then someone in the chat talking about having done a complete 180 on lashley and the hurt business since they started and i get it because originally her business felt a little lackluster. And then I think when Raw Underground came along, that's when everyone started to see that her business was a real, like, dominant, uh, ass-kicking faction. And then when they added Alexander, it became even more tough and more, you know, undeniably amazing of a, of a group. And MVP at the helm, he's a great talker, always has been. So him being able to coach and move these guys forward and having the experience that he has with Lashley from Impact from TNA it just it makes sense there's a good camaraderie there there's a good brotherhood there I like the way that they did it yeah and we've been talking about them through their whole run like because we we started this podcast just before they started being a thing um good point so we've seen them evolve and we've talked about it week over week and they have been like there has been an ebb and flow like there were weeks when we were very very high on them and then we're like uh, I don't know where this is going. Maybe they're doing this. And even the writers, you can tell they've maybe changed their minds a few times because like the Cedric and Shelton stuff is toned down a little bit now because maybe they're thinking, oh, okay, now we got a faction with all the gold. Maybe it's expansion time, right? Like now we add a woman, as there has been speculation in the past, who regains the title post-WrestleMania or who gains the title post-WrestleMania. So who is, who's that going to be? I don't know. There's a thousand different options. The Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, okay. Let's talk about, uh, I don't want to go too far into what's next for, for Lashley. I think a lot of that's going to come through after Fastlane, but I mean, you got yeah. Drew, you've got potentially Brock. Uh, I made a joke about uh, doing a four way with, uh, with Brock Goldberg and Braun and Lashley at Mania. We know that Braun is probably going to take on Shane McMahon. We'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah, no uh, kidding. <laughs> they kind of <laughs> telegraphed that this week. Holy hell. I wouldn't mind seeing... I wouldn't have minded seeing those four in the ring kind of beating the crap out of each other as four big men just... Yeah. You know, big meaty men slapping meat as it would be. Just quad hoss fight. Braun and Shane. Ugh. Shane McMahon. <laughs> Shane McMahon is taking courses in mediation. He's getting his MBA. He's very... Yeah, speaking giving, of which, he's he learned nothing and he's bad at it. <laughs> he's uh, he's giving his MPR voice whenever oh he gives props now. It was awful. That was so dumb. Like, okay, I work in business uh, and you've learned nothing. <laughs> you don't know how to mediate. Uh, the first thing he did after saying that was insult Braun. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you're bad at this. This is lame. <laughs> And of course, Braun says, this sucks. Everything sucks. You Which, suck. Which, again, great character, believable human <laughs> being. Absolutely no, a ton of men just like that. So no no shade to Braun. He's doing the best that he can with with what he's got. <laughs> uh, the tag match and Adam Pierce. One, uh, one hell of a way to have a tag match, I think. Yeah, Shane McMahon's presence was annoying. And it played out exactly how I expected it to, you know. With Adam Pierce pinning himself? <laughs> yeah, well, no, with Adam Pierce costing him the the title. 
Uh, yeah, fair. He should have taken off his jacket. Don't know why Adam Pierce decided to wrestle in his jacket. I don't, I don't understand how anyone could be flipped over like that. <laughs> <laughs> he flipped himself, remember? Yeah, it was very obviously him flipping himself. Like, it's like, <laughs> dude, you used to wrestle, like, not that long ago. This is dumb. It was he just was wanted funny. you to know. It was a qu- They had to get to Shane versus Braun, so that's what we're going to do. Right, exactly. Um, the uh, Charlotte promo. The what's that? The Charlotte promo. Oh, um, I, yeah. <laughs> so I want to... I, I take I, I take umbrage. <laughs> I take I have a, a big problem, Tim, with the idea of someone coming out and saying, I came back not to be in the title picture. I came back not to be on top of the raw women's division. And then on her first night she won the tag titles and immediately found herself into a raw women's championship position because guess what? She said, I want the title at Mania. So what the f- was that promo? Yeah, I, I don't know. And she gets what she wants, I guess. She can just go out and ask for it. Other people got, you know, it, it, it shit like that kind of cheapens like the rumble and stuff. It does. And, <laughs> when and someone's she, just like, yeah, I, I guess I'm wrestling at WrestleMania because I deserve it because I'm the, the people in the back like me. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I give it to Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, who came out and basically trampled all over that and said, it's all about you. You know, yeah. of course, it's all about you. And that's good. That's the type of that's the type of, of commentary. That's the type of character work you want to see, especially from other heels. Now, the question becomes, how does Charlotte actually get herself into a match for the Raw Women's Championship? Does Asuka just say, OK, let's go? Uh, yeah. I assume Rhea Ripley's going to come back. We've talked about it as well, that there is an opportunity to do Charlotte, Asuka, Rhea Ripley, the three of them with Asuka and Rhea being like, Charlotte, you beat us in the past, but one of us is going to kick your ass at WrestleMania because we want our win back. Is that where you go? What do you think? I, I think that's probably where they're going. Um, just if Charlotte has to be involved, I feel like that's the best way to do it. It's too short now to properly build Rhea, I think. So they're going to have to insert the two of them to, to help bolster this and Rhea will probably win. Um, but it does, it does feel weird. Cause like, I don't know. Like, Charlotte is great as a heel because it's clear, like, I don't know if it's her real personality, but she does, like, one thing on screen. Because, like, even with her as a face, she seems exactly the same to me. Charlotte. And I don't, I don't, yeah, Charlotte's character. Like, I don't, I don't like her. I didn't like her as a tag champ with Asuka. Asuka. I love Asuka. But, like. There is a lack of relatability. I agree with you. Yeah. Like, I just, I cannot connect with her. She seems phony as all hell. Like, good wrestler. And, like, great heel. I like her as a heel. But, like, she cannot be (laughs) non-heel. Yeah, she comes out and basically says, you know, I'm the queen, bow down. Or she'll come out and say, as a face, she'll be like, I'm doing this because I love my friends. And then turn on her friends the next week. It's Yeah, like, it's just, it's too... there's There's no proper layering of her character. It's just, I am the queen. I am best. I I win match. Yeah, and I mean, you know, she she's building on like Rick's legacy as well, which is like, you know, he wasn't he's always kind of a douchebag. Like that's his shtick, like. And and that was the thing last week, that promo with Rick and Charlotte in the back, that was mm. the best thing they've done in a long time. That was very two. good. Very good. Like now and it was to, to cancel. It. it was to cancel something terrible they were about to do. They were legitimately about to give Lacey the championship, by the way. Yeah. I was I, right. Yeah. <laughs> Credit Fightful Select for that one. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk about other things that happened. Randy's doppelganger. Good God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. It, we're getting a Firefly Funhouse match, which, whatever. I love that shit. That was great last year. That's definitely where this is going. Yay! You know I'm what? Actually excited maybe for that. maybe they watched Impact and they saw Ethan Page's match and they're gonna do one better on him. Not hard. Randy Randy versus Randy <laughs> WrestleMania. Doppel Randy versus he Randy. Can, he can work as slow as he wants. <laughs> it's too slow. <laughs> Doppel Orton. Yeah. Um, I'm. 
I see a lot of people just saying like, "Oh, I hope they have a lot of callbacks to their past matches." Like their last, their someone made a comment that was no, like, "Don't do the same." They're thing. gonna have the someone said something about like having the best cinematic match, and I was like, "No, you idiot! You remember the last time they did one? They had a cinematic match in twenty. Uh, we talked about it on another show where Randy and Bray had a match. Yeah, the and swamp. there was the refrigerator yeah. spot. No, not the swamp fight. It was a like different? a haunted house match. It was at Payback or some years ago. Oh my god. And it was just god awful. Like there was the, there was a spot where a fridge was like toppled over on top of uh, on top of Randy or on top of Bray. Go and find it. it. It the match exists. It's Randy versus Bray. Randy shows up in a limo. I shit you not, a limo wearing jeans and like a a, a vest, like the vest type sweater hoodie he wears. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, it's very special match. All right. Very well, special. yeah. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I want to see where Impact Sacrifice goes because they've announced a whole bunch of matches. Did you watch Impact this past week, Tim? Yeah. yeah if you're not watching Impact, you can join us at Fightful Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming every single Tuesday night, 7.45 Eastern is when we start. Show starts at 8. Uh, myself and Stephen Jensen and Jeremy Lambert, we all run down and watch uh, Impact all together. We have fun. It's good. Come and join us. Okay? Good. Awesome. Uh, yeah, good episode. The main event, Jordan Grace, Deanna Perrazzo, Kiara Hogan. I did yeah. not realize that it was a triple threat until midway through the match, even oh, though they had what? set up the whole Yeah, they thing. did a whole segment. <laughs> yeah, totally missed it. Very funny. I was talking. Um, yeah, it's okay. Really I'm going to wish... get you to fill, fill me in on another part of the show. So go ahead. That's fine. I need Deanna Perrazzo to stop pinning Jordan Grace all the time. I understand it's not why. Fair. She's so good. Let Jordan Grace win. <laughs> uh, if Jordan Grace signs a new contract, then you know. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but they forgetting. did finally announce ODB is going to take on Deanna Perrazzo for the Knockouts champion, Women's Championship at Sacrifice. Big fan of that match. I really think, yes, it was a House of Horrors match. Thank you, Ron. Um, going back to the Orton and Bray thing. It was a House of Horrors match. Uh, yes, ODB and Deanna Perrazzo. Great, great match announcement for the Knockouts Championship at Sacrifice. Uh, again, Deanna took out ODB. ODB wants to take on Deanna Perrazzo, win the Knockouts Championship. Why not? Let's do it. It was good. Matt Stryker kind of beefed the the ODB bit. Oh, dear. <laughs> he, he missed the, the old part, and he was just like, dirty. And then D'Lo had to be like, shut your mouth. But it was like, <laughs> oh, you missed the first. Le- okay, whatever. Anyway, Ooh. go ahead. All right. I guess that's the show. Let's go. <laughs> Ace Austin won the number one contendership for the X Division title. By the way, he won the X Cup at Genesis and never got his title shot before. He did not. It is. So, okay, what so happened? this. What I am getting now is like, oh yeah, this this sans Sammy Guevara stuff is weird. Like Black Tarus being in this, I was just like, no. I see what was intended here now, and this is weird. Tremendous wrestling, great match, especially that like pop up backdrop Black Tarus did. That was great, but. Again, Black Taurus is a great wrestler, and I say it again. If you want to know why people loved Kane Velasquez when he started. It's because Black Taurus carried him to a great match at Triple Mania. Yeah. That's what it was. He was just known as Taurus back there. But anyway, the point is, Taurus. that match is happening. Yes, Sammy Guevara was nowhere to be found. And that's sorely missing. Like, yeah. <laughs> so at Sacrifice, Ace Austin, TJP, they did a backstage segment at Swingers Palace, the casino. Uh, and it was fun. TJP yeah. is now like this cool hand Luke baby face. And that's not as fun. Yeah, it is what it is. Just like, oh, I bet the dealer you would say that. And I'm like, it, it, the up. fact that he got a $10, like a $10, $10 note <laughs> handed to him as if that was like some big shit. I was like, this low stakes table. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Cheap ass. Yeah, I mean, it's representative of their of where they're at. Like, it makes sense. So Matt Cardona was a referee for the Brian Myers versus Eddie Edwards match. Now Cardona throws out the match, DQs Myers because Myers loaded up his elbow and got caught. It was the professional thing to do. The most professional thing to do. The most professional thing to do. It's the most professional thing that they could do because they're best friends. Are they just going to stop this and team up? Like, when are we doing this? No, we're clearly getting Cardona versus Myers. Why? I don't know, because they've got to lean on all the work that other other promotions did. <laughs> no. Okay, I could do that. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand it. Um but meanwhile, you've got Finn Juice and the Good Brothers of Sacrifice. Speaking of things that'll drive you nuts, that eight-man tag was good. But, you know, 
the buildup was garbage. Yeah, and then they're just like, yeah, we're wrestling now. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> we, <laughs> sure. We are bad. Like, uh, okay. Right. What else we got? Sorry, I'm just, I got distracted. Apparently, I have hairs out of place. I don't care. Oh, uh, you TK's do. Payback. It's so bad. Be self is it? <laughs> no, it's, oh my God, well, I mean, I it's, it. it's not great, but. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah, I see it now. Live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, what's the next thing? Yes. <laughs> Someone saying, remember when Kurt Hawkins was a referee that one week in WWE and it was the best referee they'd ever had? <laughs> yes, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Back when Hawkins had to do a different job every single week and referee was the best one. <laughs> Big fan. Uh, okay, the TK paid ad. Did you watch it? Did you enjoy it? I watched it. I didn't enjoy it as much. The bit's kind of tired for me now. So, like, it's fine. I enjoy that he's changed his tone a little bit. Whereas yes. last week yeah, he yeah. was just this cocky dickhead this this week he was still a cocky dickhead but he was like you're all we're all on the same team he stopped taking shots at impact he's like us against them and we don't need to tell you who they are it's like okay good i like it calling himself the captain he's firm but fair and really the whole point is that tk hates don Callis. yeah he doesn't hate impact i like it yeah my only kind of grudge with it is gripe gripe uh is that like it feels like some of that stuff has died off now right like it's not really <coughs> present in either promotion aside from stuff like this a lot of this reminds me of vince mcmahon and jerry lawler back in memphis in the uswa there were promos online go on youtube where mcmahon it was like his first heel like s- tendencies and this was in 94 and then again in like 1997 I highly recommend going back and watching those and you'll see where Tony Khan got the inspiration. It's hmm. there. Interesting. Okay. McMahon goes on for like four minutes just talking smack uh, against Jerry in one of the promos, against the city of Memphis in another one. <laughs> Ace stuff. Love it. Delightful. Moving on. NXT. Whew. We move into Tuesdays, Tim? I don't, I, I've seen a few tweets. <laughs> yes. Madman Podcast. And yes, they are reputable. They did send out a little thing on Tuesday saying that there is talk of moving NXT to Tuesday nights starting the Tuesday after WrestleMania. What is that? The 13th or 14th of April. It's big. It's big news. And (laughs) yeah, exactly. I mean, if this brings NXT back to its regular storytelling, then that's great. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, impact. If it moves to Thursdays, we're screwed. I can't. It can't be every day of the week. It can. Well, I refuse to participate. I'm completely just moving my hair around now. That's fine. Yeah, I to, just yeah. comb it all forward. This way. Just comb it all forward. Just out of the way. God, just can't win. Shouldn't wash my hair. Anyway, yeah. let's keep going. Yeah. Let's great. Go. This is great. Great TV. Um, great audio content as well. Great audio content too. <laughs> Glad I could be here for you guys. Uh, okay, let's go. Um, the women's tag team title controversy. Did you love it? You loved it. Adam Pierce being involved felt weird. Like if they had brought their own ref, like Nia and Shayna, maybe. But Adam being involved was odd. And I had to like, it wasn't, I was like, did Vic Joseph misspeak? Because then he said like, oh, it's this referee from Raw. Um, But I could have swore he said Adam Pierce. And he did, because again, later next we see him and Regal having it out. But it's like, this isn't. Is is Adam Pierce on NXT a different character than Adam Pierce on every other program? Like Adam Pierce on NXT is different from Adam Pierce on Raw, who is different from Adam Pierce on SmackDown, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Adam Pierce on SmackDown That's is very true. much the good guy who can do no wrong. Scrap Daddy will go and kick your ass because he is in charge. <clears throat> on Raw, Adam Pierce is uh you know, I'm listening to, to Shane McMahon. I am going to be subservient to the McMahons. Oh, yeah, this is yeah, the yeah. job I want to do. I He's need it. Peon. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then on NXT, Adam Pierce is, I have to defend the main roster. So I brought my own ref. I hope you don't mind. He's actually my travel buddy. Hair Sean Bennett. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. But whatever. It's fine. Uh, I guess they're probably going to prolong this then. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Regal comes out, or he's asked before the main event uh, about what happened in the NXT, um, sorry, in the WWE Women's Tag Team title, title match, and he says, you know, he's got a landscape-shifting announcement to make. Oh, I missed that. Okay. If it's NXT Women's Tag Titles, I'm a scream. 
I do not want it. I do not need it. I don't think anyone needs it because guess what? The NXT women's tag division is like six teams deep and you just saw all of them compete for the last three weeks. <laughs> yeah, and like the women's titles on Raw and Smack, like for Raw and Smack, the WWE ones don't get defended really all that often. Like, And yeah. so people people in the chat had the exact same explanation that I, or the exact same feelings that I did. Why would Adam Pearce want to keep the titles on Raw and SmackDown? He doesn't. He, he shouldn't because guess what? The women's tag team titles are floating titles. Yeah. They can go to any brand, anytime. It doesn't matter. And if you want to make the case of like, oh, NXT is a, a subpar brand. It's developmental. Why would we want our wrestlers facing the Raw and SmackDown? They've already canned that because at one point they said that NXT is on the same level as Raw and SmackDown. They are the third brand. You cannot diminish that feeling it's now. Also, it's also it better no than sense. both the other programs. <laughs> I don't give a crap. So whatever. Often you're not wrong. And I'm hoping that if they do move down to Tuesdays, it gives them time to actually tell stories again and not just rush things for the sake of catching up with AEW. Yeah, the counter-programming stuff is is not a, it's not healthy. I don't think for them. Like you want to wow people, make content that people are going to share because that's the way the world is now, right? Yeah, and and you know what? I don't need to see this go into WrestleMania. I had people saying no, that you know I don't want to Kai see Kai yeah. win it at Mania. No, WrestleMania is not a time to introduce NXT wrestlers. It's not. It hasn't been the, except for the Battle Royals. Yeah, are you going to have like? Think of how many WrestleMania moments you're going to make at that point then if you add this to the card too. <laughs> like it'll it'll feel overwrought. I have a feeling Regal's announcement's going to be something like a I don't think it's going to be a, a tournament cuz god knows they just did two of that them. Wouldn't make I don't any think it's sense. going to be a battle royal. I think they're going to try and do a number 1 contendership match or something and then the winner faces uh Jax and Baszler at Fastlane. Get it yeah. out of the way. Yeah, makes sense. Boring. Yeah, and, and it seems like this all comes from Regal and Pierce having their little backstage meeting and figuring it out. At the end of the day, I still truly believe that the Mania women's tag team match is going to be uh, Lana, Naomi versus Jackson Baszler. And it's all about Lana getting the pin on Nia Jax, who's been kept very strong this entire time, and being able to move Lana forward once they drop the tag titles. Yeah, that makes the most sense Great. to me. You want to go longer term storytelling? Hurt Business, MVP, and Bobby Lashley said today, I'd love to add a woman to the Hurt Business and everyone wants Naomi to join the Hurt Business. Guess what? In like three months, do that. If the Hurt Business is still running amok, have Naomi turn on Lana and then you got a bigger sympathetic baby face to go after Naomi and there you go. It's kind of a hard story to tell though when you've got gold. (laughs) Like you are a tag champion. Please tell me this isn't true. Someone in the chat's telling us that Jackson Baszler versus Sasha and Bianca just got announced for Fastlane. <laughs> I refuse I don't think to believe that's it. That's not true. I refuse. Oh, no, it's right here. I just... Why? Hold on. I got it. Oh, no. There it is. We did this. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, they're going to do it again. Okay. Why? This makes no sense. That's dumb. I guess they're going to, like, Sasha and Bianca are going to fight more, or they're going to get, oh, my God. Well, thanks, Elliot, for the tip. I appreciate it. That's awful news. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go back to the good stuff. Adam Cole, Finn Balor next week for the NXT Championship. Um, Yeah, just threw that in there. Good. Why not? Roddy versus Balor was a good match. We're great. Expected, blah, blah, blah. It was fine. Roddy sounds like a dork. I didn't really expect that. He is a dork. <laughs> He's such a cute dork. I like him better than Finn. Like, Finn seems like kind of an asshole in this scenario. I don't know why. I'm just getting the... He's, you know, I don't care. He's he's good, like, man on his own. But, like, feel for Roddy. It's good. Good, good story. Roddy's dressed like a 40-year-old divorcee cool dad. He is a dork. <laughs> yeah. <Saw that>. <laughs> he wasn't a good look. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you know what? For the match against Adam Cole... I'm expecting Adam Cole to win. I'm then expecting him to face Roderick Strong in two weeks. And then Kyle O'Reilly comes back. And then they're going to make the match for uh, TakeOver Mania Week to be Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Finn's going to face off against who knows. Ciampa might be actually the new recipient of the Walters Florida Vacation match. That'd be great. Because of what happened last night. Yep. Okay. Imperium is trying to sink their teeth into the NXT America brand. Timothy Thatcher. Some Killian Dane action in the background of last night's show with LA Knight. Okay, I'm into it. Killian Dane. Yeah, that was, was in the uh, background. What? 
When LA Knight was going to the ring, Alexander Wolfe was talking to Killian Dane. Oh, didn't notice. Yeah, because huh. they have their background from Sanity. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fan. I enjoyed it. There are little, little threads in NXT that are not being picked up on because too many people are watching both shows at once. And I'm one of these yeah. people. Yeah, but same. if you go back and you see like, oh, okay, little things are going on here and there that actually get paid off. Speaking of which, therapy. We all need therapy, but so do the Garganos. That was very good. <laughs> A very, very well played payoff at the end with Johnny literally paying off the therapist. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it was all very good. I like, yeah, I don't know. Johnny Gargano is so goddamn funny. <laughs> you know, indie, indie wrestling still thinks that Dexter Loomis is hot. She's not wrong. I keep saying this. <laughs> She's very correct. He's very good looking. They would have very good looking children. Very, probably tall too. Damn. Very tall children. Great wrestlers, great physiques they would have. Very excited for their children. Congratulations to Indy and Dexter. <laughs> I already planned your wedding. I can play in your band. I can officiate if it's Florida because I can just fake it. Yeah, I think that's an online course. Probably takes like 30 minutes there. Perfect. High comedy. Big fan of that whole Gargano's in therapy. And a high comedy Cameron Grimes fan. Oh man, yeah, the the Ted DiBiase shtick is pretty is pretty great. Like, <laughs> are you excited Reed for? Uh, are you excited for 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 LA Knight and Cameron Grimes to be best friends? I don't. I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's gonna, where we're going. That's not. That's not where it's going at all. <laughs> we're going to LA Knight versus Bronson Reed though, and holy hell, I love LA Knight already. Don't know if he's good really? in the ring. Yeah, I really. I think he's great on the mic. I I enjoy this. I like the character. I like. The way they've built it, it's been, like, calm, but, like, he just seems like a jabroni. And I just want to watch him get his ass kicked. But Honestly, kick just go, go back to old Impact and watch stuff with Eli Drake. Yeah. Yeah? That's who is he, he is. Is it good? Yeah, he he's good? good. He's good. fine. I like that's him. Just, that's just a fact of life where you can go and watch NWA Power. And he was there, too, and he was doing fine there, too. Hottest free agent. I'm feeling Something it. Like I'm that. into it. <laughs> Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Io Shirai, Tony Storm next week as well for the NXT Women's Championship. My yeah. God. What, what I love is, so for those who don't know, and we do our weekly draw on PW Unlimited, uh, when there's a pay-per-view, we don't do the week of wrestling ahead. We just yeah. preview the pay-per-view because it's usually that night. This week, there's so much going on in wrestling that's been announced that we're getting screwed out of doing a regular weekly draw where we talk about the matches. Yeah, because there's no shortage coming up. Ridiculous. For once. Okay, two championship matches to go against AEW's Revolution Fallout. Do you have any expectations from Shirai and Storm other than it's going to be a great match? I think Storm might win. I think they might take the title off EO. That's what do I think. you think they'll, they'll do both title changes in one night? I think maybe, actually, yeah. Wow, that would be a huge reset for them. Yeah, I think that's where they're going, right? Like that, it feels like they're not committing too heavily to a lot of storylines. Like they're rebuilding a lot of people. They're rebuilding, um, oh my God, what's his name? Leon Ruff feud right now. Uh, Swerve. Oh, Isaiah. Yeah. Swerve Scott. Yeah. So they're they're kind of giving, going back to his like character, which same character, but they're like put, showing us more of it again. Speaking of which, his music, I didn't like it at all. But <laughs> this is like, this slaps. I was like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it does if you're a Florida rapper, okay? Oh, yeah, I guess. That's true. <laughs> Shout out Florida. No regard for human life. And Texas is going to join them soon. Okay, let's... Yeah. Okay. Texas um, has always had no regard for human life. It's just been in the background yeah. because they've been doing okay. There have but been guns, know. too. Uh, <laughs> now, okay. Uh, yeah, and someone in the chat talking about Kyle O'Reilly screwing Adam, Adam Cole to set up the match with Balor and Balor facing Cross. My feeling is Kyle O'Reilly, the whole thing was four to six weeks. I'm trying to give them four weeks to bring Kyle O'Reilly back. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see him rush back just to tell the story. I want to see this drag out to mania and they've got plenty of time as I'm not even wearing a watch. Um, and yeah, someone else in the chat saying that Tony wins Balor retains. I guess we're going to find out real soon, but I think Io Shirai is going to retain. I do. So? I really do. Um, Tony Storm. I can't remember. It was the Mayon Classic. They face each other and Tony lost to Io, I think. I forget which side it was. Someone is in someone in the chat's gonna tell me. Either way, uh two night takeover potentially. 
Uh, we had PW Insider saying that uh, there's going to be a big Wednesday show. And then the next night on April the 8th, there will be a network takeover. First oh of all, God. that's going to impact our show. Yep. <laughs> we'll talk about that down the line. Um, but I mean, what do you think? Two night takeover, two night mania. It's going to be a busy, busy, busy 10 days, I guess, in April. I got so much day job work to do. <laughs> We're going to need a lot of tip jar tips for me to be able to cover it. Streamlabs.com slash Tim and Joel pod. You can leave us some tip jar love. Go ahead. Tell them. Tony won. There you go. Tony won that match. See, so, I thought she went in this one too. You're right. So you're 50, 50 at Neo Shiraid retains. Yeah. Like I just don't, I feel like they're not as over on carrion as they were originally. And I think he might be taking a step back to retool a bit. Cause his character is a little bit weird. Like, I think he'd make a good, like Steve Austin type. But like his and his entrance is so cool, but it doesn't suit what happens in the ring. So that's fair. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else for SmackDown? Okay, there we go. Um, you want to talk about SmackDown real quick? Oh crap! I forgot there was SmackDown. We're overtime. All right, uh, what's fine. up in SmackDown? I will Cage say match. This. Uh, about the the two night takeover, they kind of did it last year, but it was kind of like a two week takeover because of the pandemic kind of messed everything up. So instead of filming uh, a live takeover. And showing it on the network, they had a bunch of matches filmed, and they kind of interspersed it with yeah, 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 uh, WWE yeah. or with with NXT TV. So it's kind of like that, but totally different because they're doing it two nights and potentially one night's live, and the other one's on the network. The whole yeah, the whole Michigas. All right, tomorrow cage match: Daniel Bryan, Jey Uso. Yeah. Winner, if well, it's not even the winner. If Daniel Bryan wins, he gets Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at Fastlane. If he loses, he declares Roman the Tribal Chief, shakes his hand. Tells him he's the best in the world and nothing's going to ever keep him down. And what do you think? Daniel, Where are we Daniel going? Bryan's going to win that match. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That's what I think. <laughs> um, I can see him losing so that we can do that tag match they talked about between yep. Edge, Bryan, Jay, and Roman instead. Wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. It's just weird to make him grovel and then make him wrestle. Fair. And then meanwhile, on the other side of things, just announced is Bianca Belair will take on women's tag team champion Shayna Baszler. Bianca Belair will be because Shayna apparently Baszler. they have a title match at Fastlane because there's no justice in this world. I'm sure it'll be a schmaz finish. Nia Jax will get involved and then Sasha will get involved and then Carmella, Reggie will get involved. I was uh, this now this Carmella thing gets even worse because I was expecting this to all play out into Fastlane where Carmella would face Bianca for the title shot or face Sasha for the women's championship and her shot at WrestleMania. Like, what are we doing? And now that's the question. That's the entire, that's the entire discourse on my Twitter feed right now is what the hell's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. You know who does have his shit figured out? Apollo. Who? Apollo's got a new character. It's a good character. (laughs) Sheldon the Steel, baby. Before we wrap up, I got to tell you this. So I am a Jewish man. Yeah. I had a bar mitzvah okay. when I go to temple, as the as the non Jews call it. <laughs> I wear, the... <laughs> wear yeah, the shawl, I the prayer shawl, <laughs> a talit, as it would be called. And I looked at Apollo, and this is not. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody's, you know, anybody's uh, uh, background or anyone's practices. I'm only speaking of my own because, again, I only can tell you my experience as a Jew. And when he put it on, when he put on that shawl on SmackDown, all I could think of was, oh, my God, it's the bar mitzvah of Apollo Crews. <laughs> I know. I know. And I thought that, too. You don't get a monopoly <laughs> on scarves. It's just a scarf. <laughs> we don't. You don't. You just don't. Of course don't. we don't. All right. Fine. <laughs> but I agree. Uh, I like that Apollo's got this new mean streak and that they're taking advantage of it. It's good. And they gave him a little tagline, like, it feels like they're solidly behind him now, and, like, I feel like him throwing that staircase on Big E was, like, a great look, uh, especially paired with that tagline, like, the show him the steel thing, he can keep hitting people with stairs now from here till kingdom come, and yeah, it's breathed new life into what is obviously going to be, like, Apollo Crews versus Big E, probably at WrestleMania, so. I, I think that we can get a fast lane. We could. We, it, we'll we see. If Biggie's back tomorrow, yeah, for sure. But I, I see a multi-person match at, uh, at Mania for the Intercontinental Championship. Maybe a ladder match. True. They do love that. I, I think this this is the time of year where I have to start reminding everyone that one-on-one matches at Mania are not really a thing because they try to yep. get everybody on the card so that everybody gets paid. Shine. Yeah. 
Sure. I think that's something that a lot of people need to remember when they set the expectations. There's that word again uh, when it, it comes to who's involved in what matches. Yeah, totally fair. Totally accurate. Makes sense. Uh, Going to be a good match at Fastlane. Probably one of the best. I agree, and I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to you guys being behind us. We appreciate everyone who's watching us live, who's interacting with us in the chat. That's amazing. Uh, if it's your first time watching us, we appreciate you. If it's your 50th time watching us, that's impossible because this is episode 29. So in other words, like the video, subscribe to us on YouTube if you can, share it around your social networks because that always helps us get your friends and your family and your mutuals talking about us, talking about you, talking about wrestling. Tim, where can the kids find you? Kids can find me at Tim Stone P, T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-B on Twitter. And you can find the show over at Tim and Joel Pod or YouTube.com slash Tim and Joel Pod. Same thing if you go to TimandJoelPod.com. It's all the same. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Gaming if you want to watch me do stuff once in a while over there. And PW Unlimited this Sunday will be running down the AEW Revolution card. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. And until then, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, enjoy your wrestling and we'll see you next week.